Hello, everyone, and welcome to Wildstorm Addiction, episode 57, for April and May of 2016. I'm Joe David Solis. And I'm Ben Murphy. It's been a while, so uh, for those of you who are still listening, we thank you. <laughs> uh, that we will be reviewing once again. Uh, if I had to take a shot for every time we said the word final or last or end <laughs> in our <laughs> podcast, we'd be drunk. Um, we'll be reviewing the final two issues of Midnighter, number 11 and 12. I guess we still got to let you know the spoiler warning, but by this point, you know, obviously y'all haven't been reading anyway, so <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> well, it's not fair. I think that Midnighter would have gone regardless because of this whole rebirth thing, but, um, but yeah. So, what are you gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's different this time, I guess, because it's like, you know, when Wildstorm ended, that was like, you know, the 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 one that hurt the most. <laughs> but you know, we can talk about here later the how the uh, iterations of these characters that we've seen since maybe don't make me feel as bad <laughs> that they're going away, but. We'll talk about that in a little bit. What I'm referring to, obviously, is that uh, you know DC's doing their rebirth uh, event, which um, has had some pretty cool beginnings. I don't know if you've read the the first issue, but uh, wow, mind blown at the ending. How are you reading it? It doesn't come out until tomorrow. Oh, uh, I've read spoilers online. <laughs> uh, well, I've avoided those like the plague. <laughs> but anyway, thanks to rebirth. Um, for now, we're going to say goodbye to our friends Apollo and Midnighter. And yes, Apollo is around now. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a bummer because even our friends Matt Mitchell and Spencer Irwin had to give up doing their amazing individual issue reviews of MIDI and rolling them into a uh, greatest hits of the DC releases for that week. Uh, which makes sense considering that the title was in the rebirth. So what are you going to do? Uh, <laughs> I believe you already said that. Uh. <laughs> it's okay. It's it's pretty much the theme of the the year, I guess. <laughs> I think even when Midnighter started last year, we were like, "Well, it's got to end sometime." Even before it began. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on a more positive note, uh, we did get kind of some listener mail uh, very short and to the point more of a heads up yeah <laughs> it's from our old pal uh, titanthrope who for those of you who've listened for a while you actually got to hear him in one of our podcasts he was a guest host and um you know a long time uh you know person on the all-star message boards when they still existed and clark's bar the original and uh, he's never come on to Clark's Bar, the Facebook version. I don't. I think he's like you. I think he doesn't do social media. Um, but he basically just let us know that in the new Suicide Squad number twenty-one, that uh, Rose Tattoo from Stormwatch and you know the original Wallstrom universe made an appearance, which is nice, but little consolation with everything else that's going on. <laughs> so yeah. 
I, I should have brought some alcohol, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I should be drinking. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's my job. <laughs> but, uh, that's all I've got for our intro, Ben. <laughs> yeah, I know. No news is not good news this time around, unfortunately. So, we have Midnighter number 11, which released on April 6th, written by Steve Orlando, with art by Akko, and cover by Hugo Petrus and Akko. Um, there were actually a lot of people that reviewed this issue, and maybe I just didn't know how to use the Googles correctly or anything, but I did find a lot, a lot of different publications online that reviewed it. My favorite one... Uh, and I didn't exactly read through all of them, came from Comicosity.com. And this reviewer, uh, Matt Santori, um, he starts his review off with, my boyfriend's back and there's gonna be some trouble. Hela, <laughs> Hela, Apollo's back. So big props to Matt, because that's a good call, because that's... <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> right on the cover page there uh, of uh, Midnighter being rescued from his appending death by the Suicide Squad in issue number 10. So I thought that was pretty fitting as Midnighter wakes up in Apollo's apartment after almost being blown to smithereens. And, uh, you know, he slept it off in a whole day because Midnighter didn't know how long he was out and you know, Apollo had to kind of remind him what happened. And basically within four seconds, Apollo or Midnighter was able to give him his coordinates uh, as he was about to be blown up in the rocket ship. And uh, I guess it was the helicopter. And Apollo comes to his rescue in about three seconds. No mortal man would have been able to withstand that speed that Apollo was able to snatch him out of that that uh flaming chopper but yeah midnighter's not a mortal man so he was able to handle it no problem that was that was a pretty cool flashback and of course akko's uh art throughout the entire series issue number five where were you um (laughs) impeccable as always and then we go to uh the overseas highway in florida and this is the uh the team one safe house, which is pretty funny because we get the suicide squad kind of hanging out after the big fight with Mitty and they all are pretty stoked because they think they got him. And even as, you know, Henry Bendix is laying out his mad genius, evil plan. Amanda Waller is able to even sneak in a little reference to a team seven, which I thought was kind of cool. But basically here, uh, Henry's laying out his, Evil genius uh, plans to bring together the unified that has all the fight computer uh, aspects of MIDI and all the um, greatness of Superman and and all the other heroes without the the horrible uh, uh, problem with uh, rules and and having a moral code to live by. Yeah, he's done away with all that. So. He could just tell this this unified character what to do and, and basically take care of everything. Um, he's also taken the door technology away from Midnighter and given it to the unified as well as um, Amanda Waller. And, and then we go right into Midnighter uh, really laying it out there and apologizing to Apollo. And 
that's a really cool scene. And obviously they're able to, uh, let bygones be bygones and, and reconnect over a nice warm cup of Superman coffee. (laughs) And we do get a little, there's actually a couple points in this issue where we get some nods back to, uh, issues number one and number two, as we have, a. Marina Lucas, um, which is, she's now, I guess, Midnighter's handler. That's, we didn't know what to call her before. So, uh, she's basically his, uh, administrative assistant and, uh, she calls him up and says, yo buddy, uh, quit knocking boots with, uh, your old pal Apollo and let's get a move on. We got, we got people to take down and, and things to take care of. So very get him over to spiral in Tacoma, Washington. And right away as they get there, they all get sucked into a door. Well, I guess not all of them, but Apollo and the crew that is there from spiral and Apollo is off to save them while midnighter and, um, Helena from spiral are hanging out going, huh? Weird. Oh, I guess uh, Apollo and the Spiral crew get sucked to uh, some crater. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that in Turkmenistan. <laughs> Derwizzi? Derwizzi? Sure. Um, so anyways, Mitty and Helena are hanging out, and then all of a sudden all these boomerangs start start showing up, and he catches them with these. This Aussie, Captain Boomerang, uh, shows up. And Midnighter quickly takes care of him. And then he goes over and finally gives Parasite his uh, his due after sucking his powers away in issue number nine. Man, he, he like spears him right in the heart. That's a pretty cool shot. I Man, Aka really does so much cool stuff. And Hugo, thanks for pulling Aka through these last couple issues. I know, I know you helped out big time there. We jump back over to the safe house and finally the Unify gets his last couple uh, doses of crazy from Henry Bendix. But then we jump back to uh, the spiral safe house and Midnighter still has another person to take down. And he's finally going back after, uh, what's the dude that can see ahead of time? Afterthought. Afterthought, thank you. Who kicked his butt before because of his fight computer. Well, Midnighter can't really do that this time, so he just lets Afterthought beat the crap out of him. And Afterthought's like, why aren't you fighting back, dude? After he's like running out of steam and and being worn down. And Midnighter tricks him because he doubled up his armor and basically tired Afterthought out. And then he busts his arm, and that's a really cool shot with his bones hanging out. It's kind of fun. And of course, Helena's like, hey, don't kill him. Yeah, we could study him. Whatever. Party pooper. Even afterthoughts like, oh, you aren't going to kill me, please. Just do it. But he knows better than that. Now we get to see the cool uniform from Unified. Uh, I wouldn't call it cool, but whatever. (laughs) That's the uniform of a character that's going to die real soon. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Does does that have a rebirth uh, tie in there? (laughs) <laughs> no. <laughs> mm. You just mean in these last episode issues. Yes. yes of course. <laughs> I was like, what? 
It, it reminded me a little bit of Miss, uh, Majestic, Mr. Majestic, with the head mm. headgear kind of look to it. Yeah, I can see that. Not the same icon, but still. Henry is showing off his new wares to uh, Amanda Waller and sends the Unifying to uh, Medora, which is a city that that crazy uh, like militia group attacked in issue number one of Midnighter. So there's a nice callback to the uh, beginning of the series here. And he basically sends him over there and, and attacks that that group in that city and uh as they're doing that and amanda waller and bendix are hanging out watching uh the unified work that's when Mitty and apollo finally get back together and are about to kick some tail so finally we get through this entire series and it takes till issue number 12 for the two of them to be fighting together 12 issues <laughs> <laughs> hey, we almost thought it was only going to be six, so. <laughs> uh, Twelve issues to get back to where we should have started issue number one at. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <Burn>. <laughs> yes, because uh, both of these issues should have been issues one and two, respectively, in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, I get that they had to build up, you know, okay, they broke up, and like I said many times, it's like, okay, we're longing for them to get back together, and I get that's what they're doing here, but it's like, good God, we have to get back here all the way to the end just to get back to where we should have been at the beginning. (laughs) Well, this was just a moment in time where we saw a little lapse and a little crisis of faith in Midnighter, and that's what this little glimpse is. Unfortunately, we don't get to see him kick butt after he finally gets his crap together. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, in issue number 12, <laughs> which was released on May 4th, the day before Cinco de Mayo, uh, it's written by Steve Orlando with art by Hugo Petrus and Akko, and the cover is by Akko. And I love how the cover starts kind of doing a wink, wink, nod, nod, you know, <laughs> here where it has Midnighter with everybody defeated around them, and its word balloon says, what? You think I'm done? I, I I also really enjoyed that. And by the way, nice smooth over saying May the 4th is before Cinco de Mayo, obviously one, but May the 4th, hello, May the 4th be with you. Yep. <laughs> and then after you drink too much of Cinco de Mayo, then you get, have Revenge of the Sixth. <laughs> Revenge of the Fifth. <laughs> exactly. I I do like the wink, wink, nod, nod, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not going to put too much stock in it because, uh, like I said before, Rebirth pretty much looks like a return to all the classic stuff, so I don't think DC's going to take any chances right now on any lesser-known characters. Okay, classic Wildstorm, 1992. Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently, you know, it has to go back further than that. Yeah. yeah. 40s, 50s, 60s. (laughs) Anyway, so, you know, we open up issue 12 basically with, you know, the big battle between uh, Midnighter and Spiral and Suicide Squad and Apollo and the Unified. And so, you know, (laughs) it's the the last 30 minutes of the movie. Uh, Yes, it is. And uh, so everybody's just, you know, kicking butt and taking names and... um, yeah, uh, we have a couple of different things going on. We've got Amanda Waller and uh, Henry Bendix uh, overseeing everything. And, you know, Henry uh, acting like his old Wildstorm self is basically, you know, 
program the Unified to take out everybody, including civilians, and lo and behold, Amanda Waller has a conscience, and she doesn't like that. So she uh, proceeds to break Henry Bendix's neck <laughs> and tries to stop all this. But of course, him always being prepared, which they don't explain, but he survives that somehow and escapes. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Unified and Apollo have a, a knock, knockdown, drag-out fight uh, where Apollo, you know, literally barbecues uh, the Unified, <laughs> and then uh, Midnighter uh, grabs uh, one of the the weapons, which. Um, I guess it's not the perdition pistol because uh, somewhere that got lost in all this. I thought that that was going to be used here later, but maybe not. Yeah, he he crushed it or something like that. But I oh, okay. I, I like that Steve does another callback to our, earlier in the series, and he brings the multiplex back, which I think oh, was yeah. from issues three and four. <laughs> Just to add insult to injury, because there wasn't enough people fighting as it was. <laughs> exactly. And so, yeah, so Midnighter basically just, you know, beats the Unified down and then, uh, you know, long enough to just literally disintegrate his head with the blaster. So, and then him and Apollo have a nice moment uh, where uh, they uh, are together again. And um, and then Midnighter uh, takes his uh, his epilogue to, to go and tell the, the gardener, uh, basically not to mess with him anymore because she's tired of him lying, <laughs> of her lying, and threatens to kill her if she continues. <laughs> and then uh, we go back and he finishes off his interview with that reporter. And then he makes a couple more stops, one to see Amanda Waller, who, um, you know, is basically... Just eating a know, hot dog. Yeah, yeah, telling her, you know, that she... <laughs> you know, can deal with Henry and then it ends with the uh the World War Two celebration style kiss between the two and with the classic Halo. Yep. <laughs> and then uh Midnighter just jumping into the fray against some random no name characters <laughs> to basically show that he's just gonna continue to kick butt until rebirth uh Wipes them out of existence. No, I'm just saying he's probably still going to exist. He's just not going to be featured anywhere. Just like everybody else in the Wildstorm universe. From the Wildstorm universe. Yeah, that last that last page I thought he got thrown into a Mad Max movie or something. I thought they were trying to do an old callback to when they fought the, whatever, I see, I can, the Americans. Remember uh, that group? That was basically uh, yeah. the Avengers. Because I see the guy wearing yeah, a cap shield. shield. <laughs> yeah. Then I see an arm that looks like Doomsday, and then so, so yeah, I think it's just a, just a bunch of throwaway characters, and that's it. That's all she wrote, and yeah, I was um, surprised that we made it to issue twelve, and it was mean of them to not to let us know this was the last issue because he totally released it without a final issue tag. <laughs> uh, yeah, we all knew it. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so that's that's all we've got to talk about as far as that's concerned. What about some of the other sightings and tie-ins that I lost track of, even though some of them involve Grifter, and I still didn't even follow them, so that should show you. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Grayson number 18 came out on March 23rd, and it had Grifter and Tau, uh, a whole lot of them. In Grayson number 19, which came out sometime in April. I forget. I didn't look it up. It had a tiny cameo by Midnighter on, on a couple pages. And then Batman and Robin Eternal. This spanned for almost four issues, I think. Uh, 
four or five. It started in uh, issue number 22, but um, I think we already covered 22 and 23. However, in March, um, issues 24, 25, and 26 all had Midnighter appearances. Number 25 definitely had Midnighter the most out of that at the end of that run. And Midnight, or, um, issue number 26 of Batman and Robin Eternal, I think he was in one little panel, and that was about it. But that was also the last issue of that entire title, so not surprising. And then I'll just cover the upcoming Wildstorm uh, releases. Cue cricket noise. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really have anything other than, you know, we're recording this on May 24th, and tomorrow is the... Uh, the launch of Rebirth number one, and basically the DCU as it once was, and Wildstorm as it never was. And as uh, our friend of the show and of the Wildstorm universe, Titan Thrope, reached out to us and just gave us a heads up that new Suicide Squad number 21 will release on June 15th, and that has uh, Rose Tattoo in it, which is a character that was in Stormwatch. Uh, mainly series number two, if I'm not mistaken, volume two. And remember that all these books are available digitally either through DC Comics website or comicsology.com day and date every Wednesday. And fun fact and sort of topical news, I saw that comicsology.com released a monthly Netflix-style subscription that I believe is four ninety nine or five ninety nine a month, and it's all you can eat. But obviously, the titles are limited, and we'll switch out constantly. But that's pretty much how they build it, a Netflix style kind of kind of take on it. Although I don't think DC is part of it at this point, but I know there's a lot of cool titles. So if you love comics and want to just churn through a ton of stuff, that's probably a good way to go. Hmm, that's interesting. <laughs> and I'll let you take the. Quick shout-outs. Oh, uh, so, yeah. So, the new Clark Splar is still alive. Uh, we don't really talk much at the bar. Everybody, I guess, is still too drowning in their drinks. Uh, <laughs> we have 19 members now. Whoa! Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, including... Give me one second to look him up. I'm sure he would appreciate a shout-out. An old friend joined us the other day. Where did he go? Oh, yes. Backlasher from the old uh, uh, message boards found us. And, uh, yeah, I basically told him, you know, welcome back. I was like, the bar is pretty quiet nowadays, though. And he's like, yeah, I see that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's nice to see an old familiar uh, face slash call name. Uh, there's been some interesting things that have been posted here that I'm just going to touch on for a little bit. Uh, apparently, we got to mention, well, not us, but uh, I say we as in Wildstorm, uh, <laughs> about the 90s. The 90s weren't all bad. <laughs> it was a top 10 list that Newsdorama.com did. And the uh, the ones that, that are that are a wild storm that we got. Um, we got a wild storm cousin shout out. is what I call it with some America's best comics, uh, which was Alan Moore's little oh, yeah. spin off. It was a league of extraordinary gentlemen got a shout out. Uh, well, they did talk about image, uh, as, uh, they weren't specifically focusing, focusing on comics, but 
the rise of image was listed as a as a positive thing, obviously. Oh, this was also yeah, they, they mentioned the Stormwatch Authority planetary uh books, um that were some, you know, highly uh critically acclaimed books that came out at the time. And yeah, that was it. But so it was nice to get some shout outs there. Um Chris Stryker posted an interesting article uh about how Joss Whedon of uh, of the Avengers, uh, how the authority influenced his Captain America story. So that's a pretty interesting read. You can find that at Comic Book Resources. And um, Joe Eposito is still working on the um, the Wildstorm Oral History book. Um, so he's been really good about posting uh, as he gets more interviews done. So he's still putting that together. He's working really hard. I mean, he's. Do you have a link to that? Yes, it's actually, I was pulling it up. It's just uh, www.wildstormoralhistory.com. And, um, you know, I, I feel bad because, you know, back in the day, I probably would have jumped on this to help him a lot more. But, you know, at this point, DC has killed my spirit. <laughs> and I just. I'm just going to enjoy, you know, what we had in the past because I've already come to terms that we're never going to get anything like that again. So, you know, maybe like you, I think you mentioned in one of your, one of the posts we put on the main page that if, if life allows us, you know, maybe we can do some, yeah, some retro podcasts, which might actually get some more traffic. Cause I know people, there are still people out there who, who would definitely love to listen to that and reminisce about the, the good old nineties. So, you know, I just encourage all of y'all to stay connected with us. Uh, you know, you can still follow me at my Twitter, you know, which is twitter.com backslash Joe David Solis. Um, you can still look up Ben on Google+. Plus. <laughs> uh, you can still follow the podcast at twitter.com backslash wildstormaddict. And then uh, you can also email us, wildstormaddiction at gmail.com. Uh, we won't lose the ability to check that like we did last time. <laughs> <laughs> And um, apparently we did get approved for Google Play Music Podcasting. Yeah. So that was awesome. So that might be incentive alone for us to do some retro reviews. Um, so, so yeah, like I said, I just encourage all of you guys that are still listening to continue to do so. And then, you know, if we ever do put anything else out again, or if by an act of God DC decides to try out something with the characters again, you know, we may come back, but only time will tell. This time, I don't feel like saying goodbye. So, <laughs> wow, <laughs> I do. I have another kid on the way. I'm near, <laughs> I'm near near ready for a midlife crisis at this point. <laughs> yes, our our will and our spirit has been broken. If you notice, we glossed over issues eleven and twelve and didn't even talk about how we felt about the entire series. We were just like, yeah, we're done. Um. But no, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed what Steve Orlando was trying to do. And, uh, you know, I'm sure he was, you know, given free reigns to do whatever he wanted to with the character because he had didn't have to have any historic Wildstorm ties. But I think, uh, you know, other than some weirdness in the middle, I really enjoyed the partnership between him and Akko. And uh, I just... Uh, Wish we could have saw more, and yeah, whatever. 
it's not our it's not our company. It's just our favorite characters. <laughs> we are truly adhering to the old saying, you know, not going out with a bang but with a whimper. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so yeah, there's still the the back issue bins, so you can still read some of the some of the highlights um, of the old Wallstrom universe. And then yeah, so as long as uh, Ben's kids don't drive him to uh, to not want to do this anymore, and <laughs> we may not come back after this, who knows? We'll just let we'll let fate decide, and Ben's kids. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> Anything else you want to add, sir? No, not at all. We're down to 9,435 pulls, and it's slipped to 194th monthly rank. I think after number 10, the writing was on the wall, and it plummeted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it started with the strong 32,000. <laughs> Where'd all those people go? <laughs> well, even Suicide Squad couldn't couldn't save it. Yeah. Oh, well, it was fun. I, I, I enjoyed the Grayson, Midnighter, Suicide Squad, a little bit of Grifter and Tal thrown in there, a little bit of everything. Eh, it was fun. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Aka. Thank you, Hugo Petrus. Thank you, uh, Fernando Fahara Jr. It was a wild ride, but not a wild storm ride. Mm-hmm. Till next time, folks. <laughs> I didn't put a date on it. It's open ended. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
Ciao!